Sofía. Okay, I gotta talk, okay? Is that all right? Beso? There we go. <laughs> Sean and Crystal, you want abuela? I don't know how to go about this. What? Abuela? <laughs> this here's Louise. Stand up, Louise. Sean and Crystal. Yeah. This is Daisy over here. Stand up, Daisy. Come on. Say hello. And this here's Miss Hogan. We've been uh, been married 48 years, or 49, one of those. Uh, 48, right? Okay. And uh, we still like each other, <laughs> don't we? Thank you. You want to say something? You sure? You good? Good, Basil. Thank y'all. Okay, so uh, thank y'all. I want to, he invited me. Uh, uh, I, we're coming, actually, uh, Ms. Hogan and I just went, uh, planned for two years to take her on a trip with me. We went all the way around the world and preached in every continent. Yeah. And, and, I'm sorry to y'all that I'm not broke, I'm not mad, I'm not sick, and I'm not offended. Uh, so for your world, I will be intrusive because of all those things. Uh, but let me tell you what I'm not here to do. I'm not here to call you out, uh, tell you what little bit you're doing. Uh, I apologize to you that things are good for me. I'm serious because um, like I was a few days ago, we was in Scotland uh, preaching there. It's, uh, do you know Heidi and Roland Baker? It's one of their schools I was there talking at. And they, they was doing a lady, there's this prophetess named Jackie Thompson, this friend, become a friend of mine. She stole my peanut butter uh, down in Mexico. She took it and I don't know what she did, put her fingers in it, did something. I don't remember what she did. Just used some of it. And, and everybody was uh, amazed because she just took it. Because where we're from, you ask for permission. But where, where other people are from, they just take stuff. And so when you're from the place where, they, where you ask for permission and, and you get around these entitled people that just take stuff, it's, you know, you, it's different. <laughs> and so people hold their breath. So, you know, you're waiting for a gunshot or something. And because of her taking of my peanut butter, we have become quite good friends. <laughs> and uh, it's a long story, but when I, the next time I got to Mozambique with the bakers, uh, they put me in this little apartment thing. And as soon as I get in there, there's two jars of peanut butter. 
And look, getting peanut butter in Mozambique is a miracle. Wow. It, it, it ain't any. And I, I didn't even, I wouldn't even eat it. Remember David when they went and said, we, they went and got him that water, fought through those guys and went and got him that water out of the Bethlehem thing. He poured it out on the ground. Wouldn't even drink it because it's so valuable and the cost and the consequences of things are important. Now, I want to tell you all that Ms. Hogan and I are blessed. Our family's blessed. Uh, I'm mad about a lot of things, but not at you. <laughs> Do you understand that? So I, I might get angry with you because there's no cloths to pray for. And I like doing my job. See, I like healing the sick. And so if you have something you want prayed over, it'd be great if you did that. Right now, it'd be good. And... Uh, but I want to stand up. Everybody stand up. Uh, you can put both your shoes up there. Otherwise, you're going to be wopsided. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Y'all, yeah. we, we're having lots of miracles. Uh, I apologize to you about that. Uh, I never did change course. I stayed on the course. Do you understand? No changing of course. Stayed on course. But there's been a lots of stuff come and go and lots of people come and go and that all that stuff's all right. Uh, but what's important for you is, let me read you a miracle. He told me no cell phones, no exception, but I'm going to use my... Not a cell phone right now. It's an information device. <laughs> I want to read this to you. This is from Australia. We was there a few days ago. Now, I got two stories going, so let me finish Australia, then we'll go back to Scotland. All right? But I want to tell you because of this, uh, what y'all putting y'all's junk up there. Uh, there, was, there was a pastor came from Nepal. Now, Nepal to Australia is not a coincidence. You have to plan that. Because that's like 7,000 miles. So this guy comes from Nepal. Uh, they got, I don't know how many churches. You're all right. It's okay. They got, I don't know how many churches over there, 80 or 90 or 100 or something churches in Nepal that they want us to work with. So I'm going to go there in uh, April. Oh, next year. But but this fella came, and now his, Sean, how big is 40 centimeters, uh, 40 millimeters? Is that two inches? All right. So it's about, it's about two-inch tumor was found in this pastor's wife's uh, female parts, right? And, and, uh, and they're all freaked out about it because it's one of them uh, aggressive kind. Uh, it kills you. And, and so he, he brought his coat. And, and here's the paperwork. Right, I got it right here. Doctor report the, on the bottom of my, my information device. Uh, right down there, that's the doctor's report. He brought his coat and put it 
on this right here in Perth, Australia, just a few days ago. Uh, when was we there, Miss Hogan? Miss Hogan, listen to me, I'm talking. <laughs> when was we in Australia? When was that? Two weeks ago? About two weeks ago, we was in Australia, um, in Perth, and um, boy, oh boy, do y'all know Margaret Court, any of y'all? Y'all not, nobody in here is a tennis person? The greatest woman tennis player ever to live. Her name is Margaret Court. She beat Billie Jean King every time they played. That's y'all's hero. Loser. So this, this Margaret Court is a Holy Ghost field person. They have a church of a few thousand people. And I was there the other day and they put it, this coat was put on this. Just, just like you just put your stuff. And we, lay, we prayed over it and that's all that happens. And now they carried that coat back to Nepal, right? He laid it on his wife. And look at this. Healed. Don't you see? Healed. Healed. Tumors from this. Just a simple act of putting a coat, a shoe, a wallet, money, per I see perfume and oil and everything's up there. Oh, that's fine. And while I'm talking, What's going to happen is faith's going to come on you. That's what's going to happen. Because I've got about three more miracles I'm going to tell you about. And they're going, to, they're going to cause faith to generate in your spirit. It will happen. Uh, I, I know I seem overconfident to you. That's not true. I'm just confident. There's a difference. When you have the right results, overconfidence ain't in your vocabulary. Confidence is. This is a win. This is a win. No, we don't win every time, but we do sometimes. And we don't pick and choose when we win. God does that. That's why He has a job. But this is my job, and I need you to let me do my job. Because I'm really good at my job. I've stayed the, stayed the course and become really good at this now. I'm not a novice. There ain't nothing you got I want. How about that? I don't want your ministry. I don't want your sugar cane. I don't want your Dow chemical job. I don't want anything you got. I did buy me some copper fit socks at your Walmart store yesterday, though. But I bought them. <laughs> Isn't that something? I need you to listen to me. I'm right about what I'm fixing to tell you. I got proof that I am. All you got is hearsay and what ifs and opinions. But I got what's called the great Holy Ghost fire. And it works. Because most of you sitting in this room have a kinfolk, if not yourself, that it's sick and it's a dilemma, and you don't know how to fix it. I do. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. And I don't win as much as I want to, but I do win. 
And it gives you confidence. All right? So what we're going to do is I'm not going to cuss you while I'm here. I'm not here to curse you or your land or nothing about you. But I am here to bless you. And it's important that you leave a blessing where you go. Because cursing people is easy. Being offended by the homosexual, the political, the, the adulterous environment, uh, all of that. We can talk about all that if you want to curse each other. I'd rather not. I'd rather come here and bless you. If that's okay. You hear me? We can argue and fight and spit if you want to. <laughs> and we're going to all go away mad. Or I can look at you and we can figure out where do we have common ground that we can start a relationship and build our energy toward Jesus from there. Can we do that? Yes. Please. Yes. Shabbat. Now, First thing we're going to do is we're going to hold our hands up to God. Hold them up. Say these words with me. Say, Jesus, Jesus I, love I love you. Say it again. Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Say it again. Say it again. All right, now say this. Jesus, I ask you to bless this land. I ask you to bless the West Bank of the Mississippi River. Say it. I ask you to bless the state of Louisiana. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to bless America. I call this land blessed. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing my water. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing the food I eat. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing my marriage. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing my food. I love you, Jesus. Thank you for health. Thank you for healing. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you, Jesus, for protection. In Jesus' name, bless this land. Bless this land in the name of Jesus. Thank y'all. Have a seat. Yeah. I'm working right now in, in all the continents. Uh, the boys, Sean and them, there's a lot of them down there. We're, I'm still in Mexico as well, but they mainly have control and are working the work in Mexico. And uh, I've been blessed. To, uh, we have churches in every continent now. Uh, I don't know what to say to you. I didn't plan any of that. Just started working and started working with people and things have just done good. See, the other day, let me go back to Scotland. The peanut butter lady. Uh, sad to say to all of y'all, but in the top 10 reasons why people quit ministry is peanut butter. But it's not, it's not just peanut butter. It's, it's a thing you want that you feel like you have rights to that other people shouldn't touch. That could be money, sex, violence. It could be lots of things. In my case, at that point with that one lady, it was peanut butter. 
And you know, you think I care if she eats my peanut butter? That ain't the point. Point is, play it. Me, I'm gonna make a fuss just because I want to. Look, it it created a relationship because her life went to shambles. She lost her family. She lost a lots of things because she stood for Jesus, and probably because she ate my peanut butter. <laughs> Not true. Because she stood for Jesus, right? All right. People, whether you agree with them or not, need you. Hello? People need you. You're not going to find very many people that believe like you believe. And uh, you should quit looking. <laughs> what you should do is worship Jesus and live with it like it is. This lady is a, a, a prophetess, and because of that, she lost lots of things because she was not willing to compromise her walk with God, and so she, it cost her. All right, so I have, because my marriage is good and my family is good, I have a different environment I live in, and I don't want that in my environment. That's loss and lack. I don't want that around me. But the deal is, Jesus came in my environment of loss and lack and changed it and made it great. So the way you change people's loss and lack environment is you go in that environment and you can help with that thing and change it and make it better. Unless you sit over here, us foe and no more, and laugh at them and are separatist or independent or whatever you call yourself. Whatever it is, it's wrong. Jesus is king. And he came to you and saved you like you were. That nobody likes even the way you are saved. I'm telling you. All right. Now, she says, I need you to come to Scotland. I said, I ain't lost a thing in Scotland. Scotland is wealthy, Scotland is nice, Scotland don't need me. I go to war zones and people that have nothing and try to help them. She says, we have nothing because we don't have Jesus. And it was a truth. And so uh, I went there and my wife was with me and uh, she just looked, she picked us up at the airport. She's just standing there bawling. Now, this lady has lost everything, right? I mean, she's got a ministry. She's got things going, but she has lost things valuable to her because of Jesus. She made good decisions, and other people don't agree with her good decisions. So they separate themselves from her. But she didn't separate herself from Jesus, and it was costly to her. So whenever I walked out of that thing toting my suitcase and Miss Hogan's suitcase, this lady saw us. She just broke down and started weeping. She said, you really came? I said, yes, I did. Now, where do I put my suitcase? Because I, I need to take a nap because I've been traveling all night. <laughs> now, listen, y'all. She said, this is how it's going to go. 
you're going to teach here at the school, and you're going. We there was two schools, and we're going to do a church plant. I said anything's fine. It, it, it doesn't matter. I know that some of you believe that you have specialty things, but I don't. I can do anything. Hear me? Doesn't matter. Jesus is king. I'm not good at any of it, but I can do all of it. I can do anything because Jesus is king, and I believe that He is. I'm not good at this. He is. He's he going to touch his stuff. He's going he's going to anoint this stuff. And you're going to take it and put it on somebody. And they're going to get healed. And we're all going to go, what? It's because of mercy. It's not you. It's not, a, it's not me. It's not gifts. It's mercy. I used to believe all this stuff different. I was wrong about it. Jesus is king. Y'all, we went there and, and we go to this place and the, the, the building is full of prostitutes, drug addicts. They coaxed them in there with food. Free food. And so they, they brought in all these drug addicts and all these prostitutes and all these things are in there and they said okay brother David get them <laughs> and I said alright I'm not good at that job but I can do it <laughs> and I started talking about how awesome Jesus is how he heals people that are sick with tumors when the doctors have give up on them and, and, and the next thing you know I said, now, if you want that, Jesus, he's over here. If you want your drugs, violence, and sex, it's out that door. Get on out of here, away from me. Hell is out there. Jesus is right here. And, and if you want Jesus, he loves you. All of a sudden, you, just, you should have seen these tatted up, these hookers, and these, you should have seen them walking up. Wasn't they, Miss Hogan? Dozens of them. And just bawling. And next thing you know, all the Christians in there started bawling. I said, what's wrong with you? <laughs> the team is supposed to be ministering to these people. They can't because they're getting whacked over here. I'm having to lead all these people to Jesus because my help is on the ground. I said, what's the matter with you? Brother David, we, now watch. We didn't know it was possible For this many people to get saved in Scotland. We've never seen it. And I'm looking at them. This is what, I, this is what you do. I'm not good at it, but it's what I do. When I do get good at it, it's going to get really nice. And we was there two days and they have never seen, there was 45 people saved in two days. Yeah, and they had never seen, that's a pretty good church plant. Pretty good church plant. And I like it, miracle, I wish, I just ain't got time to tell you all of them because I got to tell you something else. But I need you to calm down. Jesus is king. It ain't about you. It ain't about your gifts. 
It ain't about your knowledge. It ain't about your cool. It ain't about nothing about you. It's about Jesus. That's all it's about. Now, y'all, I'm telling you, I've been in every continent in the last few weeks. And I have watched every service, people turning their hearts back to God. Every service. All over Australia, all over Asia, all over Europe, all over everywhere. And I like my job. You can tell it. I'm comfortable. I'm not, I'm not afraid of you at all. I also have a gun in my truck. I don't, I don't know what to say to you. Um, uh, you're just not scary. Now, I want, I want to share with you, because he invited me, and I want to tell you, I want to show you a miracle. Put that uh, leg thing up there, will you? What's his name? John. John. John, put the leg up there. All right. Now, can you leave it up there? Well, it mess up your deal. You okay to leave it up there? All right, thank you. I, I want to show you this because everybody around the whole world, I, 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 like right now we're in 88 nations, Things are good, and I've chosen what I want to do this morning and tonight and tomorrow night, if I'm still allowed to talk, is, is I want to bring you on a progression. I, I, I want to help you. I left, I'm from Louisiana originally, and uh, yeah, and uh, my kinfolks live here. My mama's what, 93? Today, in a couple of days, and she's she's 93. I don't know. She's old. She, she's healthy, you know. Now, and I want to tell you a lot of things, but but this is Sunday morning, and I know what you're used to mostly. He told me it was no chains on me, so I'm probably going to be aggressive with you, but I'm going to try not to be condemning. Because I don't want to curse you. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to engage with you. You will lose regardless of what it is. Because I'm, I'm a hero. I'm a champion. I am that guy. I am that guy. But I have to tell you that all of you are that guy. All of us are it's not a person, because I've stayed the course in my marriage and my family and all of this, I am singled out as understanding something a different way than everybody else. That's why it works better for me. That's not true. I still have to go down the interstate and sit in that traffic and get flipped off like everybody else. <laughs> Knuckleheads out there, boy. Life is for everybody, but it does matter how you decide you're going to live it. 
You can't change it. I wish I could give you some pill and all of us wake up and everything was better, but this drug deal is nothing but a lying crutch for you. You people that's on drugs, you suck. Why do you think you get a crutch and the rest of us have to live without one? What's the matter with you? Suck it up and let's go. That ain't right. It ain't right to figure there's a utopia somewhere and we can get it with mind-altering drugs. That's a lie. Let's put up with reality and figure it out. Jesus is king. He's going to help us. We can do this. He's for us. All right. So when I left here as a kid, I was 23 or so. I was Superman. I had so much energy. But now what I want to share with you is this. Look at this. Now I am, what am I, 67, 68? Something like that. These numbers. Okay, here's your problem. Here's your problem with me. I am soon to be 70 in a year or two, whatever she tells me. And I want you to look at me. I am healthy. See me? I do take some vitamins here and there, but I don't take drugs. Now, I need you to understand I am not sick. From up here to down here. I go to every nation, I go to every continent, I'm changing food, changing little bugs, changing water every few days. And I want you to look. That ain't all. Day before yesterday, right? Yes. Yesterday we drove here. So the day before. Day before yesterday, I ran my 40th marathon in six and a half years. Look at me. Look at me. It affected me, but you can't see it. It ain't, it, my joints are good. I'm good all, I'm healthy. This is how healthy people talk. I don't need somebody that needs a Ferrari payment telling me that I need some of his dope to make me be better. So he can make his payment on his car and house that's better than mine. I don't need that. This is what I need, Jesus King. Now, I made a decision, and look at the results. You're making your own decisions because you're adults, most of you. And now, you, you're going to do what you're going to do. Have at it. But I'm giving you an example of 70-year-old human being that can run marathons and is healthy. You've got to make your own decisions. There was a guy that... Uh, few days ago, I'll get this panic phone call. Uh, pray, Brother David, you know, uh, 30 years, uh, you know, uh, uh, 
there's a stroke, there's heart attacks, there's, and I'm thinking, you want to live where I was submitted to God for 30, 40 years, you want to be out of control for that long, and then you want me to pray for you to get a miracle. Why do you think that's okay? Don't you deserve what you've been asking for? Excuse me? So don't get mad at me because my opinion is you, should, you need Jesus. I'm not better than anybody, but I'm right about this. How about that? I made some good decisions when I was younger that are now beneficial to me. Everybody my age can't speak like I'm speaking. I need you to change the way you think. Jesus is king. Look, a few days ago I was in uh, Georgia, not the one you know, the other one over there by Turkey. The country. And I'm sitting there and there's 1,200 people in there. And I mean fires bounce in the place. I mean, it was vibrating. It was so nice. All right. You know, I, and I like that environment where it's, where it's unpredictable. I like that where there's not this control. Even, even the little mice know to wait a minute. And there was, there was four bishops in there that hate each other. Now, I mean, these people are at war, literally at war with each other. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, I told my wife, I don't like, I don't like it being around those guys. The hate, because everybody believes they're right and believes everybody else is a wrong. Well, that tried to come out, Mom. You better pray for me, I guess. Look, we did a fire tunnel. And the Holy Ghost started blasting us. And the next thing you know, these four bishops, I mean, look, they are suited out in their stuff. All of them had on dresses. In my world, they dresses. And they come walking up and they all, they, but they put on different, you know, they got different colors and different kinds of hats and they odd looking to me. In my world, they odd looking. In their world, they awesome. And here they come rolling up. Now one right after another. And the Holy Ghost never even cared how they was dressed. He smashed all of them. It was, it was great. I'm sitting there and the pastors are going, oh my God, and bam, bam. And the ushers are just dragging them off and stacking them up on top of each other. It was so awesome because God didn't discriminate because of your personal belief. He loves you. And, and that matters. 
It matters that God loves us. Even as fallible as we are, all of us, he loves us, y'all. I was so blessed to see that fire of God hit him. I mean, miracles were flowing. Cancers were being healed, blind. Golly, it was nice. And religious people were getting whacked. Because to me, they're religious. To God, they sons. Isn't that something? And we really believe our opinion. And we really should be, be believe in Jesus. So, so let, me, let me get going with this guy here. I need you to understand what's wrong with me is that right there. When I was a kid, I found that guy, leprosy, it's, it's called ongos, it's a type of leprosy. It's a, it's a fungus that has no cure. It's a jungle deal. I'd never seen it before, just like you hadn't. And to you, that looks rough. To me, that's healed. That's awesome. Because I heard about this leper. I was a kid now. I'd just been in Mexico a little while, probably three years or something. And I hear about this leper. Well, you don't know more than I do. There is a leper colony down here. Y'all probably might know about it. I don't know. It's down here close to New Orleans here. And, uh, but you've probably never seen a leper. Because in, in the United States, they huddle up all those people and get them out of society because they want you thinking everything's fine. That ain't fine. That right there needs sons of God. You hear me? It don't need opinionated people who roll on the floor and speak in tongues. That needs a son of God. His name is Jesus. And he's in us. The hope of glory. You said it a while ago. Now, I'm not a good guy, but I am right about this. You hear me? Okay. When, when I heard about this fella, uh, I told my wife, I said, I don't know how to get to this guy. I don't even know where he's at. So I started asking around. I asked the, the uh, finally I went to the, to the they call them, uh, it's a, like a president of y'all's parish, something like that. And I went to him. I said, look here, I heard about this leper in this place. He said, yep, we've heard about him as well. But we're not going to tell you where he's at. Because you'll go there and there's disease and there's killers there and you won't come back. And then our little gringo is dead. Or my job, my job as a believer is to hunt out these incurable things that man has decided is legal to tolerate and to pray for them and heal them. They said, no. So I went back and went back. Finally, the fourth time I went back, they said, look, David, you go up there. 
these diseases will kill you. If they won't, the food will. And if the food don't, the, the rebel groups will. I said, I reckon that's my choice. Because God sent me here on a mission. It includes you, but it also includes him. See, most of us in this room have been saved for a while, I can tell, but looking at you. And you've niched out. You found you a spot. <laughs> and you're okay. Problem with that is, that ain't who you called to be. You ain't called to be okay. You are called to be a son of God. You are called to make hell uncomfortable. You are called to be the most irritating thing hell's ever seen. That's what you're called to do. That's who you are. And older religious people in here want me to hush. Well, I'm old as well. And I ain't shutting up. Look, my problem is they told me it's a, for you it's a 14-hour hike. For us it's 12 hours. And I got up there on the side of the mountain. It was, they was right, it was 14 hours. But I get up there, I hike through this jungle, get up there, found this place, and then the officials of his village would not tell me where he was at because they were afraid I'd catch his disease and they would get responsible for me dying. So they wouldn't tell me where he was. So... I went and there's a thing called a manantial. It's a Mesogoso manantial. Spring, yeah. Spring of water. Uh, and so I went there and I'm drinking and this person comes out and it's, uh, they say, it's a lady and she stinks. See, I'm not used to that. I'm not used to being around losers just like you're not. And this lady says to me, I heard you talking to the officials and uh, I know where the leper is. I said, but they told me that I couldn't. She said, yeah, but didn't you say you could heal it? I said, no, no, wait a minute. I said, Jesus can. I said, I have no clue if he will, but I know he can. She says, well, follow me. I said, I will not walk with you through the jungle. Well, that lady stunk. <laughs> if she had been beautiful, of course, I would have had as much trouble. <laughs> Do you understand? Say yes. yes. <laughs> See, if, you, if, if somebody's pretty and, and your mind is okay with how they present themselves, you're more capable of submitting to what they want but if they are obnoxious to you and repulsive you don't even want to be around them you don't want to be seen with them but that's who you were when Jesus walked up you was repulsive to his world you were the enemy of God And he loved you anyway. 
And we done formulated this idea that we're okay and everybody else can do whatever they're going to do. That's wrong, isn't it? Jesus is king. So I'll, I told you, you walk up yonder and I'll walk behind you so I can watch you. And I don't have to smell you. So she walks up there and she led me to this, this a charcoal thing. It's a, a whole, it's, it's not where humans should live. And there were several of them in, in these viscaline houses, plastic houses. And the lady that was with me was dirty and ragged clothes. And she said, this is the house of the leper. And when she said that, which was nothing but a, but a, but a couple of sticks with some plastic over it. And all of a sudden, another dirty lady walks out. I thought, Lord, have mercy. That's all there is around here. <laughs> Don't women know they're supposed to bathe and smell better? They do know that. But they can't even buy a bar of soap. Because something caused them to fail. And it may not be bad decisions. It might be what we call life got thrown at them and it failed them. So as a son of God who's filled with the life of God, what is my responsibility? To banish failure and reinstate them back in the kingdom. Don't you believe that's true? So do I. If this gospel is true and we are not liars in a hoax, then we need to act like it. Do you understand I can go to any one of the churches within 10 miles of here, there's probably 200 of them. Right now, I can walk into all of them and exactly the same thing's going on. Everybody's looking at somebody talking, they all smell good, look good, and got their Sunday best on. But which one of them's right? You understand you are no different. We are no different than the rest of them. There has to be something that cuts us out as different. If we're telling the truth, we can fix this. That's what sons of God do. Romans chapter 8, verse 21, it says this in the Amplified. Is Amplified okay? Uh, y'all good with Amplified? He was using the message. I got it on here if you want me to use message. I have King James too, but it's really hard to understand sometimes. <laughs> Romans 8, 21. Y'all there? Nature, creation itself will be set free. Say, I'm here to set it free. Say it. I'm the guy that's going to set it free. Say it. I am that person. I am a son of God. I am a daughter of Zion. In Jesus' name. Look, look what it says. From its bondage to decay. Say, I don't want bondage. I don't want decay. And I want to gain entrance. 
into the glorious kingdom of God. Say, that's for me. That's who I am. That's who I was destined to be. See, a few days ago, I was sitting in front of one of y'all's heroes, Bill Johnson. I'm sitting at Bethel at, at his place, and I'm looking at him. And I asked him, I only had one question, but I have the same question for you. Am I needed anymore? Brother Bill, y'all have progressed. You have, you've had so many miracles and your music is perfect. Your worship, your praise. Every time you open your mouth, gold falls out of the sky. Ms. Hogan is my witness. I looked at him, his wife was sitting right beside him. I said, do you still need me? Tear run down his face. He says, as long as I live and I'm breathing, I need you, Brother David. He said, you're a reckoning bevel. You, you are the guy that keeps us on the truth in the middle. Is if I'm alive, you are welcome. See, I'm not against change. I'm not. I like it, actually. I actually thrive better when change is happening around me. But let me just go ahead and go on record with you. Not all change is good. Not all ideas are from God. Hear me? Okay. But not everybody that's out there with new ideas is devils either. So we have to figure this out, y'all. We have to decide what course we're going to take. And I have made my decision. I am not going in bondage and I will not walk in decay. I will walk in the glorious kingdom of God because I am a son of God. Is that clear? And it says this right here. Decay and corruption to gain entrance into the glorious kingdom of God. Verse 22. We know that the whole creation of irrational creatures have been moaning together in pains of labor. Listen, creation, the, the environment needs the sons of God. It don't need people submissive to the new idea. It needs sons of God. That's not to say that every idea is wrong. That is to say, we need to be sons. Hello? Ah, I'm telling you, I was listening to a song yesterday coming over here. I just started, I tell you, I couldn't see good on the interstate. This is one of them Bethel things. It did its job. Soon as I because I know those people that sing that stuff, I know all of them. I know that they're humans. But I also know that they talk for God. How about that? 
And it said, God, you made me new wine. And I've been pouring out. But God, I need a new wine skin and I need more wine. i tell you, that struck my heart. Because I've been doing this my whole life. And I know how to do this. I'm one of the best alive at this. That's not enough. We have to stay fresh. We have to stay filled with new wine. Holy Ghost and fire. And that's our responsibility. Is to stay at the feet of Jesus. And to stay filled with new wine and new fire. Now you look at this. That why, well put that man back up there please, Mr. John. That, that woman says to me, what do you want? I said, I am here sent by God to heal the leper. She said, the leper is my husband and there is no cure. I said, ma'am, you speak the truth. There is no cure. I'm not here with a cure. I'm here with the healer, the creator. He sent me from America to find your husband. And I had no clue. I left houses, homes, mamas and dad. I did all this stuff like I'm supposed to do. And I did, I did it. I jerked my kids and went down there with babies, Miss Hogan, and had no money, had nothing. And I was on course to meet that man right there. And even though you've done all of it right to get there, that does not mean you're going to get what you want. And that is dead gummit, not awesome. <laughs> because, because I had a really good job in the oil, oil field out here with McDermott, and I was pulling down some change. You understand me? I was a kid pulling down five grand a month, and I really thought I was Superman because I had that much money and a secure job because I was a good, good hand. But that's a lie. That can be taken in a week. But when I got with God, I had nothing, y'all. But yet I had everything. We were, we were hungry. Nobody believed us. Everybody thought I was a foolish kid that I would come to my senses, come back home, get the job, get back in debt, and be like everybody else. But I wasn't a foolish kid. I may have been, but I was right. I didn't know how to be right. Who do you know that's right? Only yourself. Everybody else outside of you is wrong, and you know that to be true. You know that's a fact. And if you could dead gum get them to repent, we could get something done. Dude, I don't want to be like you. Don't you understand that yet? But I do want to be like Jesus. Yes, amen. You show me Jesus and show me how to heal that man, 
I will listen to you. How about that? And I, I said, ma'am, I can't promise you but one thing. I've never seen a leper healed. I've never seen a person healed. But I know what this book right here says, cleanse the leper. And I have come to you to do that. She says, what are you going to do? I said, I don't know. And see, all of you want to know because the environment demands logic and reason. Faith don't walk with logic and reason. Faith walks with Jesus. And I'm sorry to you most things you can figure out with logic and reasons, actually. But faith, you can't. When I walked into that room with this man right here, I smelled him from outside. Rotten flesh. It was under a viscoline thing. And I walk in there and I see this guy grimacing in pain. This man right here. They got, he's laying there nude except for banana leaves over his leg. So, who has taught you what to do next? Everybody tells you, leave houses, homes, mothers and dads. Give it up. Praise the Lord. Turn it up. Okay. I did it. What in the cat hair is next? Okay, I'm there. You left that chapter out of the syllabus. You know I'm right. You hear all these messages about giving it up, cashing it in, dude, do it. Okay, I did. And, and I actually am right about being there and standing there. So you got the stinking decayed flesh in front of you. So what is proper protocol next? <laughs> Who knows? They don't teach us that. They just tell us to throw it to the wind and go. <laughs> I did, okay, and I'm there. Um, I guess you gotta pull it out of thin air. Because uh, air's pretty thin, I done used it all up. <laughs> Boy, when I reached and got that banana leaf and I looked what was underneath that banana leaf at the pus and blood and decaying flesh and rotten human, I was second guessing my throwing it to the wind, buddy. <laughs> I was wishing I was back on Laybarge 22 right out here, <laughs> right out here from Homa, Louisiana. I'd rather be there eating 
red beans and rice with some sausage in it. At least I can argue with them Cajuns. Play some Boo-Ray and win or lose. <laughs> at least I could do that. Because my chances are better at Boo-Ray than they are with this leper. Do you hear me? You can say what you want. I'm right about this. I'm telling you right now, I am. But once, okay. This is so much fun to me. You have no idea how awesome this is to me. Because I can speak your language. The difference is, I stuck my hand in the goo, son. Being a son of God is a dirty job. It's the job nobody likes. It's the one where you got to live with prostitutes and junkies. You got you to touch the leper. That's what sons of God do. They don't sit in a real nice environment and talk about it and give everybody a pat on the back and a, and a fresh pom-pom. Here, have a new pom-pom. Praise the Lord. Check out that thing. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I don't need another pop-pop. I need to know what to do with this stinking leper. And his wife, if I'm not smelling him, I'm smelling her. It ain't awesome. It ain't awesome. It ain't awesome. Today, I just had a bath at his house, you know, and telling y'all about it. This is pretty nice. This is doable. <laughs> I didn't smell any of you ladies smelled like them ladies whenever I walked in here. Now look, y'all. Honestly, how do you cleanse a leper? My knob is up. I don't know what to say to you. My knob is up. I'm turned up. <laughs> well, how do I cleanse this stinking leper? <laughs> Dude, I'm vibrating. <laughs> I'm about to blow clean up over here. But how do I, how do I? How do I cleanse the stupid leper? <laughs> Don't you think that's a fair question? I mean, some of you vibrators in here, you just sit there, and he goes, turn it up. Oh, what? Dude, I don't have no knob left. I'm 105% already. I'm over in the red line already. And the man's wanting more. I might have to go back to the shop, get me a new knob. With some more notches on it.
But some of you sitting over there on zero and you don't even turn your knob. <laughs> and you look at guys like me that's vibrating, you go, that guy's a loony bin. <laughs> we both right. We both right. But neither one of us can fix the stupid leper. <laughs> that takes Jesus. Look, it's not emotion. It, it's also, I am on fire. I am healthy. I am, I, I am turned up. <laughs> I went out this morning. I went out yesterday evening when I got here, got some miles, went out this morning, and the day before I'd run 27 miles. Dude, I'm turned up. And that's awesome. It is. I, and I'm excited about Jesus. And I, I like my job. And I'm good at my job. But that don't heal lepers. It takes faith. It takes mercy. It takes... We've we got we to gotta change our minds. Come on, I need you healing lepers. Look, you may be a dud, but that's okay. Just heal lepers. We'll just take a hammer and knock your knob off. <laughs> that way nobody can see whether it's turned up or not. Come on now. We can do this. You hear me? Creation's waiting on the sons of God. It's morning. Where are the sons of God? Right here. And my knobs up. I'm right here. Yo, when I looked at that guy, I looked, I, I did, I'm telling you, I sucked all the air out of the room. <laughs> I mean, that was a gross. I had, my mama protected me, boy. I mean, I'm out in this oil field. And I saw some, some hurt. Some people make, you know, some accidents. Cuts and arms and fingers getting, look at that. I lost one out there as well. You see that, right? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> but ain't nothing can prepare you for what God has waiting on you if you will son of God up. Yes, amen. If you will daughter of Zion up. Yes. Ain't nobody can take that from you. They didn't give it to you. So, I moved those banana leaves and I, I come face to face Son, I had, I had, I'm telling y'all, I did right now. I, I, I went around, I told everybody, I'm going. And they go, no. You know, if you try to do something for God, everybody tells you not to do it. Well, that's the guys with the knobs down. Leave, don't even, go away from them. But get around knob people. And they'll still tell you, you can't do it. And you know what? They write. But the one that's asking you to step out can. His name is Jesus. Peter said, 
Invite me, Jesus said, come. Did he or not? And did God, did Jesus invite him? Peter stepped out, he's looking right at Jesus. Stepped right out on the water and started walking. And then he noticed the turbulence. Oh my God. Lord. Don't notice the turbulence. Notice Jesus. I'm right about this, y'all. So what does cleanse a leper mean? You don't know, neither did I. But I do know what lay hands on the sick is. So I, I guess cleanse a leper has something to do with that. So I stuck my hand in the goo. I lost my hand to my wrist in the pus and blood inside them. I don't know, it was three times bigger than it is there. I mean, thing was, and I, I, it was sponge. It was like a, it was gross. I was vomiting. I was trying to be awesome. <laughs> Turns out I just wasn't. Now you got vomit, you got death, you got the woman. You just, this just ain't gonna happen. It wasn't just one woman, now it's a stack of them watching. And every one of them's dirty and grungy and stink and. Whew, God, made my head hurt, huh? Pray for me. I remember that stinking. I better drink some vitamin water. You all right? Me too. Thank you. Me too. Because it's a lot better than out there running in that doggone heat. Every devil on the planet was telling me I couldn't make that marathon. Turns out they was wrong. Just like they was with this. Y'all, I pulled my hand out of that stuff. It's dripping off of me. Oh. What do you think hell said to me? Because it ain't God that speaks. It's the devil that speaks. He said, you touched it, you got it. I said, I told that lady, get me some soap. She said, I would. Just don't have none. And I looked at her. Sure don't. <laughs> Ain't no woman supposed to smell like them women smell. Women are supposed to smell like jasmine and gardenia and, and orange blossom and <laughs> not rotten possum guts. I said, well, go, go and steal some or something. She went and borrowed some soap. She had to borrow a bucket. And she went and got some water and them ladies scrubbed me up. I was having a whole little drunk. 
Because them ladies stunk so bad. It just was horrible. And then I still had to walk home 14 hours. Don't you understand? It's, 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 it's not okay. <laughs> it's dead gummit work. And you got to put up with these stinking women. <laughs> and in that stinking rotten flesh. And then now you got to walk through these rebel groups and these animals want to eat you. <sighs> this son of God thing ain't awesome. But it is. Because you see, you have to be determined that Jesus is king. Not what I can get out of it. See, most of you in here got born again because you want a better job. You want God to take care of your, your kin folks' health. You want to kill your enemies for you. Matthew, want to love your enemies, knucklehead. But somehow we don't get that one, do we? So, I want you to look at verse 23. Uh, Mr. Is it you, Mr. John? Which one of y'all putting that up there? Mr. John, put up verse 23 and Amplified, if you would, please. Romans 8 says, Not only the creation, but we ourselves too. We have and enjoy the first fruits of the Holy Ghost. Say, first fruits come to me. Look at this. A joyful indication of the blessing. Say it. Come to me. In Jesus' name. Because most of this stuff, putting up with this stinking stuff and this horrible environment and the, and the people that want to kill you and, and everything in them woods out there where I walk wants to kill you. You can die 17,000 ways in five minutes. <laughs> it's mercy that keeps you alive. Every one of you breathing right now, it's mercy. God's trying to draw us to a joyful indication of the blessing. It's trying to overcome us, but we're resisting. Because we're right. Oh, I don't guess we are. I guess Jesus is. Doggone it, I just went around the whole planet. I carried that lady every corner of this planet. We was in every continent preaching the gospel. I wanted her to go with me all the way around. Not go and come back. All the way around. <coughs> and I did. And boy, Jesus touched, uh, touched everybody. You ought to have seen it. I just wish you could have seen it. But it's, we groan inwardly as we wait for the redemption of our bodies from sensuality, <laughs> grave, and our adoption, our manifestation is God's son. Say it, that's what I want. Verse 24, for in this hope we were saved that we could become the sons of God. Y'all, that man, put him back up there, please, Mr. John. Y'all, I went back up there three times. And the fourth time I went, I'm care. This woman, when I told her how bad off them women was and them kids up there, she, she packed, 
she put her clothes, my clothes, kids' clothes. We didn't have any food. We were starving ourselves. We had a little bit. She put it in the backpack, and, I, and it took me 16 hours to get up there. <laughs> you ought to have seen those people when I dumped that backpack out. Them kids. I wish you could have seen it. Them women grabbing that little bitty bit of rice and them beans and and that soap. She said soap. Next time I went, the kids had on my kids' clothes. The woman had on my wife's clothes, and the woman was clean. I didn't even recognize her. The only reason I recognized her because it was my wife's dress she had on. <laughs> And I got there the fourth time and I dumped out my backpack and after the melee of them scrapping, fighting, I don't care, there it is, you do what you're going to do. Soon as she'd get her a pile of food, she'd go straight over there and start cooking it so I could eat with them. You have no idea. You, you are blessed. And I bless you and I bless your land. And you curse everything I need you to stop that I need you to be a son of God I need you to bless your surrounding Jesus is king and I said where the man at oh he's not here I thought what do you th what I think what I think he did of course that's what we think first we don't think God backed us God ain't going to heal no leper with you touching him. Of course not. It's him that has to touch him. You understand I'm right about this, right? Because that right there is what changed my life. I'm sitting down there. They, they done fought over our junk. And I'm just sitting there grateful I ain't got to lug that big heavy backpack back down that mountain. That gum helping people is work. Boy, I hate it, don't you? I just hate my job. But I love it. I, I just am blessed to be able to help so many people and be an influence in so many places for the good. It's right to stay the course as a son of God. As many times as we fail, the hand of God is there to pick us up. My Bible says, even though a righteous man falls seven times, the hand of God picks him up. That's what my Bible says. So you think y'all are perfect? I know somebody else besides the one you know. The one that needs Jesus. Y'all, I'm sitting there. I said, where is that? She said, you just sit and wait. Probably an hour and a half went by, maybe two hours. I was sitting there. All of a sudden, I saw this guy. That is him when he walked up. He, I, I could, my, listen, I said, how are you walking? <laughs> he reached down. That's, that's when he pulled his thing up. I said, how did you do that? 
He said, I didn't. You left one of them times and a man came through the roof and touched me and my leg healed. 